2: It's June already, y'all. June 1st. What is this, the sixth month of the year? Hey, this year is getting on out of here, y'all. 2013. June 1st, y'all. What's up, Facebook friends? Welcome. Hey, y'all, we got to apologize. Last week we uh, drew a blank out. We we normally get away uh, on uh, Memorial Day weekend, go down to uh this little resort down uh, near uh Callaway Gardens here in Georgia every year and uh somehow we uh didn't get out didn't get out uh, didn't uh, key up a uh we normally, when we're out of town like this, uh, we'll put on a uh, replay. Somehow we didn't get it hooked up right. We apologize. I know y'all missed me. Hey y'all, we got the hushbo here conducting this train this evening. Oh, we got a great, great uh, show this evening, y'all. Don't doubt. We we rushing getting in here had to run an errand before we uh, we got started the night. Got got to make up for last week here, y'all. So we uh we uh think we gotta get the, hey the French open uh French Open is uh is underway. Oh yeah I'm a big uh, big tennis fan. Uh like love uh watching uh Serena. Uh, and she I, I don't know, she may be playing her uh, best tennis at thirty one. She may be playing her best tennis at thirty-one, y'all. Yeah, uh, what else is going on? Tiger Woods shot a seventy-eight highest score he ever <laughs> shot uh, uh, in a professional golf course uh, 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 in a professional golf uh, tournament, I believe. Nah, I don't know that. He's eight over that Jack's tournament up in Mirrorfield, Ohio. The Memorial. But, uh, yeah, uh, the weather. Hey, no doubt the weather's got uh, something to do with it. Yeah. Hey, everybody's in the same weather now. Some good breaks <laughs> because of their uh, particular tea time. But uh, that stuff is pretty well. It all washes out, uh, you'd think, over four days. So. <laughs> but, uh that ball is flying, flying all over the place, y'all. At, at Jack's place. Oh, Tiger don't want a thing. What, five times? I mean, it's not like he don't know the course. Uh, <laughs> it's not like he don't know the course, y'all. He don't want a five times. Excuse me, y'all. I'm trying to get some new uh, nutrition in my body here. I got my blood pressure went up. But, uh... Oh, yeah, what else is going on? Um. These so-called scandals, y'all. I think uh, at the end of the day, we're going to find that, uh... It's all much ado about nothing, and uh, the Congress should get on with uh, doing uh, the people's business here. <laughs> That—that is—that's uh, is what I believe anyway. I mean. It seems as if they are uh, bent on doing everything else uh, but uh, the people's business. That's what it seems like to me. Uh, I was glad to see the Attorney General finally stand up and tell... Representative Isis, where to stick it, when he uh, continued to uh, interrogate him like he's some kind of house boy. This is the Attorney General of the the, uh, United States, Uh, uh, this uh, representative of uh, some, uh, I I don't know, how many, 20,000 people in this district. I guess one of 400 members of one-third of the government is addressing the Attorney General of the United States as if he was uh, some uh, stepchild. Come on. But... uh, yeah, I think uh, I think Attorney General Holmes has had it up to his collar with the shenanigans that's going on there. Hey y'all! It's about nine minutes after seven here in ATL. Beautiful day here. Um, we left all two weeks ago right in the middle of uh, Marcus Garvey one of our 12 disciples and I new a uh, project they were working on our 12 disciples the Razor Paul of Jim Crow Uh, where we uh, looked at the history, looked at the lives of 12 of our most influential uh, uh, advocates in our community uh, that uh, was instrumental in bringing about the, the fall of uh the separate equal laws here in the country and uh, brought it to a head in uh, 1954 when Brown overturned uh, Plessy one of the twelve uh, Mr. Marcus Garvey uh, was from Jamaica Got, um, brought his influence into uh, the mix uh to uh because that that was a real uh, uh influence uh, uh, he he did uh, exhibit a real influence on that struggle uh uh, uh and to bind uh the struggles of uh, the uh African diaspora uh, as it uh, uh was spread out here in the hemisphere at that time the Caribbean's uh, all the way to the mainland of the United States from Brazil really want to go there. But uh, yeah. So Marcus Garvey represents uh, that uh, bond bond in our, uh, in our story anyway. And uh, we're going to finish up on him tonight. We'll we'll get into him uh, on the, uh, in the second hour. We, What else going on here all, all, kinds of, all kinds of craziness no doubt i've uh, been on vacation a little bit so i'm I'm just getting back into it <laughs> tonight we we like I said we completely uh bombed out last week we're just coming back up to speed this week, so you think next week, really we're supposed to be on vacation most uh we were uh supposed, supposed to be. Uh, up in the old uh, oh uh this weekend, but we've got to put that back a couple of weeks. Uh, it looks like uh, we won't be getting up there until sometime in the middle of June. Uh, so we, we're going to be around here. Uh, trying to recuperate from last weekend, I want to uh, give a shout-out to uh, the Fun Bunch, who uh, uh, was our host uh, down at uh, this uh, uh, Pan Mountain uh, this year. Uh, as they are every year, want to give a shout out to them. Really enjoy their hospitality. Look forward to next year. Um, that's the fun bus, Doctor Draper and the crew. Awesome. <laughs> we, uh, yeah. So we we just recuperating from that uh, from Memorial Day weekend, y'all. We're gonna be all right out here tonight, though. It might uh, <laughs> it might be a little slow, slower, but uh, we're gonna make it through. But now, hey, it's about uh, half past uh the hour seven o'clock here in at ATL, y'all. We're gonna take a quick pause for the calls. We'll be right back. Y'all hang in there. Welcome back to the School Black Forum. June 1st, 2013. We are uh, trying to uh, get this year behind the show. Hey, I don't know where it's going. I'm trying to see what my braves doing too, y'all. I got uh, uh, we have in the first place though, no doubt. The braves are Tough. We got to get a couple of, couple of bat- bats going here. I mean, we got a ton of them, but we just, we got the folks hitting one fifty. I mean, some of the starters you yeah, can We got to get them straightened out and see if we can't. Uh, This is the main part of the season here. We can't afford to, uh, we got to win every game. That's the Washington, too. We had them by five and a half games. It's a good thing, too, because they uh, came in and knocked us off last night. We couldn't score for two runs with a lineup like we got. We should be scoring ten runs a night. Now, that's what I say. Hey, <laughs> oh no, I don't coach. I ain't never coached no <laughs> hey i i'm a i'm an observer i mean i've been following baseball for over fifty years fifty- half a century yeah hey no i ain't gonna date myself but i have been following baseball for over fifty years so i know yeah <laughs> the same way I get all my uh, information the science of observation that's what i'm that's what I'm talking about here Y'all don't know nothing about that? The science of observation. <laughs> hey. The best education you can get, yeah. Wow. We, uh. Trayvon Martin, that trial is. just kicking off, y'all. That, that's kind of crazy. I don't know, it seemed like a pretty clear cut case to me, but, you know, we're going to see what happened there. See if justice is served. Or not. poor OJ, he was out trying to uh, get some kind of reprieve on his uh just uh situation out there in uh, Nevada. And in my mind, that's exactly what's going on out there. They really just uh, trying to uh, punish uh, OJ Simpson for uh, some preconceived for some prior uh, uh, incident that he was found uh, not guilty of. It's the craziest thing here uh, that's going on uh, with the uh, one, Mr. O.J. Simpson. Uh, if I'm the president, before I walk out the office, I, I'd be uh, tempted to uh, pardon uh, Mr. O.J. Simpson on my way out to do on my way out the door. That's just me now. Hey, we got a call in, yeah, one eight 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 five eight eight three eight one four. 588 3814. That's our new free call in number. We, uh, hey, yeah, we get, we, <laughs> we get things away every once in a while. Gave away this free, uh, so we got a free call in number. We don't. Take many calls out here on the Hushmore platform, but uh, we will, from time to time, uh, take a call. If you got something important to say, no doubt we will. Uh, Listen to what's on your mind. (laughs) Hey, let's let folks know we out here, y'all. We we messing around, like I said, we still trying to get back into, uh, trying to get back in the swing of things from, uh, this past weekend, our little, uh, junket down to, uh, Pan Mountain, Georgia, it's a little, uh, Gardens is around, uh, is in Pan, Pan Mountain, a uh, little resort area, y'all, my listeners who don't know anything about the state of Georgia, we, uh, uh plus it's, it's uh, pretty close to uh troop county this is it's in harris county and County is the next county over where my uh, family uh, roots uh uh go back to my family roots go back to uh troop county lagrange Georgia, around there Pine mm-hmm. mountain is next door to uh LaGrange. right down the road there so, yeah, we enjoy getting back down there every uh, once a year to that uh, to that part of town, to that part of uh, the country. Wow, just looking at the, our batters in this land up here, boy, they are really scuffling. Two of the batters are batting one, under 150, another one's batting 182. Yeah, we're in first place. That's the braze off, y'all. We, <laughs> we, we just... Uh, Looking at it, hey! I want to monitor you. my monitor oh, we, Hey, we we multitasked out here, y'all. Oh yeah, we we multitasked out here on the Hushmo Black form, man. Right? we <laughs> we got it all covered for you. You gonna see if we can solve this boy right here. We did. Because uh, Washington, that's our main competitor. We can't have them come in here and do nothing but uh, a split or we beat them. That's what we want to do with them, at least split or beat them outright in the series at home. That's what we've got to do. That's what you want to do this time of year. I see you got the regular lineup in there tonight. Uh, we got our regular lineup in there tonight. We're going to see how we match up uh hey y'all uh, what else is going on in the world? all kinds of things that, that stuff in Syria is getting hot y'all this is an international thing too now we advocate what we do we advocate on behalf of uh Americans of African descent for uh social justice that we advocate for social justice not hey uh, on behalf of uh, Americans of African descent now not because we don't love everybody we love everybody just uh by extension. Uh, we're part of that community, and uh we need we need everybody <laughs> uh that we can muster y'all things are rough hey come on, boy, I better I popped up there tried to get under that thing. all they had to do was just uh level off. I think my man, he was gonna get off pretty soon, though it's just a matter of time before some our battles coming alive y'all I'm talking uh <laughs> about the game here uh. One of the things, one of our uh, good friends that uh, uh, we uh, had the pleasure of uh, uh, socializing with, uh, with over the weekend was uh, one of the folks that he uh, shared history with uh, my family's history there in true uh, County. Uh, believe it or not, it's that, just a strange coincidence talking to him. Well, it's interesting talking to him about his family's history there and how uh, our two, uh, the, two uh, that, uh, the two people that uh, the two people, the powers of that be uh, that uh, had our families as slaves really here in the state uh, came together, and uh, yeah so uh, we we're gonna put a little piece in our book uh, on the subject matter we we working on two or three projects you uh our latest project is uh that uh racism and hate in American dilemma that's our latest project everybody like uh. Uh, I, I mentioned that also. I was working on uh, the rise and fall of uh, uh, Jim Crow. Uh, uh, well, our twelve disciples: the rise and fall of Jim Crow. Also, those two days are pretty close. Uh, they're pretty close together. The works. I'm trying to get them out. You know, sometime, sometime before Christmas, they will be out. But then. Uh, Racism and Hate in American Dilemma uh, appears to be ahead of uh, the other uh, projects that I'm working on. So that's going to be coming out there first. Uh, my next work uh, will likely be uh, White Racism or Racism and Hate in American Dilemma uh, will likely be coming out uh, next. We uh Gotta gotta just this, uh this, this crazy thing here and I, I don't wanna spend too much time on it, but just I had a thought about uh this internal revenue service thing and how and uh trying to uh, come to grips with why. Uh the lady uh, head of the uh, Internal Revenue Tax Division that resigned. Resign, why she decided to apologize for uh, investigating what she called conservative groups there when the employees under her was doing nothing more than their jobs. Why would she... feel the need to uh, apologize. Now she did come to power under Bush, a Republican. <laughs> a uh, here. I smell a here. I'm sorry, I smell a rat. The IRS uh miss lois Lerner, i believe her name is that took the fifth in front of congress had no reason to be apologizing for anything when all her employees was doing was investigating whether or not these particular 5014c's Applications coming in in front of them were, in fact, 5014c's ineligible for the tax-exempt status. That's all he was doing, period. Why would she come out and apologize for the Internal Revenue Service? She's not even the commissioner of uh, the IRS. What what gave her the authority or who gave her the uh, permission to be out there apologizing for the whole Internal Revenue Service? She's not the commissioner. Something. Something. Yeah, don't, uh, it's been all right unless you want to embarrass, uh, the president. And, uh, some, and that's exactly what's, ha- uh, what's happening here in my mind. Uh, I think, uh, uh, the lady is a, a Republican uh, operative. That's that's my own uh, theory now. That's my <laughs> hey. The is gonna start a, a rumor. <laughs> hey, the newspaper got a theory out here, y'all, on this stuff. And I said something is crazy here. Uh, she didn't have no reason to be apologizing for uh, her employees doing their job. <coughs> that's crazy. Unless somehow somebody was trying to embarrass the president. Unless somebody was trying to embarrass the president. And I suggest, I suspect that uh, That might be what's going on here, y'all. Sorry to say. That might be what's going on. I don't know that. I don't know that. I suspect that. I suspect that. That is what's going on. So... We'll see. We're gonna see how it shakes down, but we're gonna be on it. We're gonna be on it now. Remember, I came up with the theory that uh, the lady that's taking the fifth over that text department is a Republican operative, yeah, and uh, there uh, to to um, embarrass the president. Something I can uh, see in this whole deal, yeah, hey, it's about uh seven thirty four y'all on a t l boy, how time flies when you're having fun around here we're gonna take a break and let you take a listen to uh you know I'm an author y'all we got <laughs> my first book, the Water boy, the Life and Trials of Jimmy C Cameron uh was my first uh book there uh started out a, uh, I guess, an autobiography, if you will, uh, of me, uh, my life. Kind of morphed into uh, a biography of my family's history here in Georgia. Uh, skirted on it, really just a brief uh, outline of the two. And then kind of morphed into a, uh, a story about... Uh, a time in Vietnam and me being wounded there and uh having this little epiphany where uh I bumped into uh the man upstairs. But anyway I write about that and that kinda dominate the book and uh wanna let you uh the audience tonight here and while we uh got some time let you just uh take a listen to uh, my experience that day uh uh as I uh write about it in my book, The Boy: The Life and Trials of Jimmy C. Cameron. Detailing uh, that day in 1966, and this time a year, Memorial Day on through, it's the last 60th, I kind of get in this melancholy. I moved uh, reflecting on uh, that period of my life. And uh, I want you to take a listen to uh, my lonely epiphany when I got wounded there in July uh, of 1966 in Vietnam, y'all. And uh, we'll come back and uh, talk more about it after afterwards. Uh, it's, it's about uh, ten minutes or so. So y'all hang in there and uh, I'll take a listen here. You got me in the hush over here. That day, I was. Out of bullets, shot up, crawling back blindly uh, through um, the jungles there, and uh this is when God uh, actually was carrying me. I, I uh, look back at it now, that point when my spirit uh, left my body and formed with uh, my uh, two friends' spirit, that utopian feeling, uh, that I had was trying to figure it out for took me 40 years uh, to see where uh, I was at uh, uh, there I was uh, at uh, or in the, uh, the presence of God's similitude uh, It uh, uh, the odds of uh, uh, it happening to anyone uh, just like that is is astronomically, uh, uh, rare. Uh, you have to have three spirits, uh, uh connecting, uh, together. I had my two dead friends, uh, a spirit there, and mine's outside of my body, uh, connected up to, uh, reach that, uh, That level of uh, uh, spirituality, or uh, in fact, uh, the body of uh, God Almighty Himself, uh, was in my grasp uh, that day. And as far as today, when I look at uh, religion, and uh, I, I define myself, my dogma, as being a God-fearing child of an almighty, loving God. I want to be uh, clear on that, because uh, where some of my thinking and some of my Thought processes uh uh differ uh or not differ but come in conflict with a lot of uh christian uh, uh mainstream uh, christians uh preachers or, or uh, just christian uh, uh, uh people is that uh jesus christ the uh uh, uh, uh worship uh, jesus christ i i i worship uh the christ spirit in Jesus of Nazareth uh, I believe that I share in fact I know I share uh, that Christ's charity uh, with him um, uh, so we have a parallel uh, a belief there but it's, uh, there's a caveat in the, the way that I look at uh, Jesus Christ I I uh, uh, I was a God-fearing child of God. If I take uh, the Bible here, King James, whatever Bible I uh, do use, um, I was a God-fearing child of uh, God. Uh, long before, if I started reading from Genesis back to uh, Revelations, long before I got to the New Testament, uh, I was a God-fearing child of God Almighty. Long before I got to... Um, uh, the book of Matthew in the new testament so that's that's just one of my uh, thinkings there but yeah my my epiphany uh, uh was nothing short of uh, than uh my spirit uh, uh encountering uh the similitude of God uh, uh, Almighty himself uh, and he carried me back and and uh right now I uh, can talk about it can uh, uh you know uh, uh, how shall I say it? I can I can uh expound on it now and uh, hopefully help uh to uh, share some light on just what it is that it, that it takes to uh, get to uh, that point uh, back to uh, God Almighty himself. I, I tell everybody that they kind uh, of take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, that's what it is. I what, well, no, but you need uh, faith, hope, and charity to uh, get back to the body of God. Mm, they look at me kind of strange so why yeah that's true everybody needs love and faith and hope too but how's that Um, mm -mm. it's not a uh, I don't take that lightly I know that to be a fact Uh, uh, my virtue believe it or not my greatest virtue even why uh, I'm here today talking to you is charity Uh, God Almighty Told me himself. I asked him, "What? How did I uh, uh, make it out of there? Some forty years later, how did I get out of that uh, uh, valley of uh, the shadow of death uh, uh, that day uh, when I had no one else or no other uh, avenue uh, out of there?" I'm crawling back. I didn't have them bullets. Bullets gone. I couldn't have used it if I had them. I shot four or five times, crawling on the ground, bleeding. Uh, uh, bullets, two, three thousand folks shooting uh, all over me. And uh, how I got back, uh, uh, I finally, after 40 years, uh, came to uh, the realization that uh, I better be asking uh, God himself about it. And uh, uh, sure enough, I mean, uh, he uh, let me know that uh, the only reason (laughs) that uh, I'm still standing here today is to talk about uh, uh, his greatness and his mercy uh, on that day, and that uh, my uh, saving grace is uh, the virtue of charity, which uh, he... uh, uh, stored in my uh, a, a psyche long before I, uh I entered uh, my mother's womb. is what he told me. So uh charity. Uh uh while talking uh, to God that day, uh he uh let it be known to me uh I could go to um uh, first, <clears throat> first Corinthians, uh chapter thirteen. uh, uh some some people call it the love uh chapter. At, uh, of the New Testament. It is one of my uh favorite. Uh and talks about faith hope and charity and i i uh i do use uh charity that's god's divine love uh as opposed to man's uh uh love. uh and uh, 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 referring to uh faith hope and charity my uh uh, uh, uh god given virtue is uh, his divine charity Uh, so I I will never uh, 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 and while I believe that uh, I believe that uh, charity and love are synonymous I believe it to be with a caveat <clears throat> uh, because of uh, um, it seems the devil sits uh, you see on that fence between God's all encompassing pure inner spiritual charity and man's compromisable love for his outer reality Um that's the caveat now your uh a task your tasks uh, to get back to the body of God is to get to the point in your
1: spirituality where Your love matches God Almighty's charity. And when you get there,
2: then charity and love will truly be synonymous, and you're on your way. Thank you so much, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We we're we gonna we're gonna come back and uh talk a little about it. Uh, in honor of uh, Memorial Day and my two friends who uh Uh, went on before me that day we're going to take a a break here and we'll be right back and we're going to get uh, we're going to kick around my little epiphany a little uh, further
1: advocating on your behalf you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum tell your friends about us Saturdays 7pm to 10pm right here in cyberspace
2: Hey y'all, welcome back. Welcome back to the National Black Forum where our motto is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer, and not necessity, sometimes we'll do it louder than anybody out here on uh, Blog Talk. Hey, You know, we come to you over a Blog Talk uh, radio, you Over the internet. We are out in cyberspace. That's a great medium if you are uh, I want to get your message out there uh to uh who, how how many people on the internet now five hundred uh plus million <laughs> so yeah uh but yeah your audience uh, is potentially vast uh, who you can uh <clears throat> communicate with so I urge everybody, especially in our, our community to get out uh to got something to say to get involved uh, to get involved We need every uh everybody uh in our community uh involved and engaged. And this struggle that we uh, still find ourselves in here in twenty thirteen that that last uh, segment before we uh went on break <coughs> dealing with uh, my little epiphany uh that i uh and that i uh experience there on the battlefield uh on july sixteenth of nineteen sixty six is exactly when it was in Vietnam. Uh, the two gentlemen, uh here it's Memorial Day uh, week, uh, so we uh gonna kinda give a shout out to those two uh my two co spirits, uh Mr John Carey and Mr. Gerald Dawson, who uh shared uh, that uh, out-of-body-spiritual experience uh, with me that day. And I know that we'll forever be uh, joined uh, spiritually uh, together. Uh, Faith and hope is how I... uh, designate uh, those two spirits faith and hope along with uh, my charity um, opened up quite a uh, quite a uh, um, what is it utopia for me that day I guess yeah Uh, Wow, it uh, really uh, took me 40 years to uh, come to grips with uh, just what had happened. And writing my book back uh, here, it came out in 2007, I guess I really got into it, but uh, around 2006 is when I been to Pan Mountain, really, believe it or not, talking about uh, what I had discovered uh, while on the internet uh, uh, and how around this time of year uh, just uh, uh, like I said, I always kind of fall back to You know that that period, uh, that period in my in my life, and uh, just happened to be out on the internet uh, that particular day, uh, sitting around. Uh, this is uh, before I wrote my book, "The Water Boy: The Life and Trials of Jimmy C. Cameron." Uh, um, I decided to uh, Google <clears throat> Operation Hastings, and sure enough. Uh, of course, hundreds of articles came up. But then I finally got to this one where, this is 40 years now, y'all. You know? This is 2006. Some 40 years after uh, I got wounded in Vietnam. <laughs> it was the first time I really just dove del- into it, although, you know, I've always uh, thought about it and reflected on it uh, 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 over the years. and uh, uh, But nothing. Not that- to the point where I uh, would uh, Google it on the uh, the internet and this particular day I decided to Google Operation Hastings. That was a military operation that uh, I was on when I got wounded right near uh, the DMZ over there in uh, Quang uh, Providence. It's uh, it's, uh, uh, in South Vietnam right at the very northern tip of it. at the uh, uh, demilitarized zone between uh, the north and south of uh, Vietnamese. So, yeah, that operation, Operation Hastings, was the first uh, operation uh, uh, up there during that time in 18, uh sixty six was the first major uh, U.S. operation on the DMZ, uh uh so uh we uh had about uh, i guess twelve thousand uh, marines and uh i was in, involved in that second battalion 4th uh, marines uh, uh well fourth marines second battalion uh, uh g company my company was uh part of the twelve thousand and uh so i googled it on the internet and sure enough. It uh whoever put the article together I really uh, did a heck of a job uh chronicling uh what it went on there. Uh and uh so uh get down to the article where it is describing uh the, the uh various units that participated in the uh that uh, battle uh that July and I get down to, uh sure enough Second Battalion Fourth Marines G Company So wow that's really interesting. then it got down to uh to uh, our encounter uh, uh that morning of july sixteenth with the enemy. Eight o'clock in the morning we ambushed two uh North Vietnamese uh uh in the uh 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 the river there at the uh right at the uh bottom of the valley that uh, Uh, We were in there and train quiet uh, Providence around 8.30 in the morning. We walk up onto them butt naked in the river, uh, taking a a washing up, getting ready for the day. And uh, we killed them. I'm right behind the the fire team that killed them. Know the guy who killed them, in fact. Uh, One of my buddies who, me and him, had been in the Marine Corps for some two years at that time together. Uh, So. Uh, wow, this is all fascinating. Remember, I'm, I'm coming across this. Now, they don't have the names of who killed them and all that stuff. They didn't know. I know. Uh, so I'm looking at all this stuff. This is fascinating. I'm, I'm having flashbacks, too, by the way, as I look at this stuff over the Internet. That's 2006 now. It's is something like 40 years. Something like 40 years after... Uh, you know after the fact uh, after i had uh, uh got wounded the first time I've seen this stuff on the internet had you know uh never seen it uh uh, uh, uh you know wrote up in such a accurate uh, uh, way uh right down to uh what happened it goes on to uh, tell about uh, uh, seven uh uh Uh, uh, of our uh, troops and uh, G come to get wounded uh, that morning and uh, two of them died. Two of them died. Yeah. I was one of the seven wounded and the two died. Died in my arms. Yeah. Private John Kerry and Private uh, Gerald Dawson. Died in my arms. My fire team uh, members I'm in charge. I'm the fire team leader of those two who died. And I see all this stuff on the internet 40 years after the fact. And by this time I'm damn I'm about to have a nervous breakdown, y'all. I'm crying and uh, uh just a really uh, just took me right back to uh to uh, that uh that time. And all this stuff is on the internet. I don't have any idea how it got there who put it there try it for the next year trying to run down who put that story out there. And, and sure enough, that story disappeared after I wrote about it and after I put it in my book and uh, uh, shared my uh, reflections on what I recall of that day in my book. Uh, the article has disappeared off the Internet. I haven't been able to find out who put it out there or the author of it. Or I contacted Marine Corps and all kinds of crazy places trying to uh, – uh get a hold to uh, the author and thank him and uh, just uh, try to find out who it was because uh it looks as if someone uh was there who wrote that thing. If not there really uh did a lot of good detailed research into uh what uh, went on there at, in Operation Hastings and uh I just I would love to uh if nothing else just to uh, uh congratulate them on their uh on their effort. But uh I, I don't know, it's the strangest thing. Like I said, forty years forty years after the fact, uh, it pops up on the internet. Okay, this is the story of it. So we go on down now. now I have been out of, of Vietnam Vietnam for forty years in two thousand six. I forgot all about, you know, the minute the minute details of uh what happened other than uh my two uh, soulmates died uh, right there in my arms of that day. And uh so uh I had been uh going out on uh, the uh wall the uh Vietnam Memorial Wall on the internet for some years uh before that that came through Atlanta now, when I then I went out and found their names on there uh, uh on that uh, uh the, among some fifty eight thousand uh Americans who died over there in Vietnam, uh, they were uh they uh were among them and two of them they were not there on it, so I go to uh, I go to uh, Gerald Dawson's uh, website uh, 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 plaque out there on that wall. They got a little write up and places for you to leave a little information and stuff like that. This is 2006 now. I've, I've been out there a couple of times, but uh, it's been uh, you know the last year. Or so when I went out there but this time, I click on their site and uh, sure enough, they got a place for pictures too. And I click on uh, I click on pictures and sure enough what do I find but a picture of Gerald Dawson in Vietnam fully combat dressed, uh uh pictures that hit me in a real crazy way. Um uh, it looked as if i i knew i'd seen those pictures somewhere before but i couldn't figure out where or uh at that time at that moment but i yet still i knew that i had seen those t- uh, pictures it was two of them him uh, uh, dressed in uh, full fatigue uh, carrying his uh, M14 there uh for in combat in vietnam where we was that uh <laughs> Uh, time and, and it uh, uh, just gave me cold sweats. I broke out in cold sweats, you yeah. How did those pictures get out there? It was two of them. How did those pictures get out there? Uh, this guy was young guy, uh, Private Dawson. He, he was like seventeen when he got to Vietnam, and then by, when he got killed on that July sixteenth, uh, he was like I uh, just had been uh, just turned eighteen about a month before then. But those pictures, he was with me. Every day of his life, uh, while he uh, was in Vietnam, when he got to a golf company and when he processed in off uh, uh, into the country, he was was under my uh, direction. Really, I was a squad. I was a fire team leader, and every day we we was together until he died. And 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 finally, started to come back. It finally came back, and among. One of the things that, uh, there was a the lady's name who had posted the picture out there on that wall there, uh, uh, and, uh, uh, uh lady had a, uh, a, uh, a, a strange name, uh, uh, Maria Ginobili. Uh, we'll just say that I won't give her a real name, uh, name out here right now. But anyway, uh, as it turned out, I, I did finally run her down, and uh, uh, by that time, this was like took me about uh, I don't know two three months before I got in contact with her, and finally uh, she responded, and uh, uh, I told I told her my story, and uh, she sent me I uh, told I, I uh, she told me. Uh, Cheryl uh, uh, dawson that the uh, brother, young brother too from uh, watertown connecticut uh, from, well from uh he was from uh, uh, uh not watertown not watertown uh but uh waterbury uh, connecticut and uh he had sent her those pictures about two weeks before he died and I, it all snapped back. I went right back to the very incident. I had been on r and in Okinawa for about a week, uh, about uh, March of that year, about uh, 66, and uh, had bought two cameras while I was in Okinawa and came back to uh, the war zone there and uh, took uh, a couple of rolls of film with one of the cameras there and took uh, the pictures of uh, Gerald Dawson uh, among others that I, I thought I was taking, there just so happened that the thing was a some kind of automatic uh, Minolta camera, I believe at the time. I'm not even sure exactly. I think it was a Minolta though, but it was automatic. But I, I, I don't know how many pictures was in the roll. I think it was about 24. But somehow, about halfway through snapping this roll, a film, I hit the rewind button, <laughs> and all the pictures. Uh, 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 the film rolled back up into the little case, little thirty-five millimeter case at the time. You know, all of them rolled back up in there. At that time, uh, to get the pictures developed, we sent them out to the PX and they take them out to the uh, out of the country. It'd take two or three weeks sometimes to turn that process around. You move around the field; it'd take a while for you uh, for it to catch back up to. Anyway, I I set the thing out and uh, uh, to get developed there. Uh, uh, When the thing came back, it was only two or three pictures that was good, and among of of the whole road, rest of the road was just destroyed. There was nothing on them, and uh, Gerald Dawson just so happened his two pictures that I took of him uh, came out all right, and I gave those pictures to him. Rest of the road uh, pictures, I think it may have been a couple of more, but I never seen them again because when I got wounded by. Uh, uh, camera and everything else got stolen. or <laughs> I said Miss mishandled with the supply of, uh, of folks uh, on the way back to the States and I never saw my cameras or the uh, other pictures. I don't think there was uh, too many more left. But I know his two came out good. The rest of the roll of film was uh, 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 exposed and, and didn't come out. So all he had Three, uh, three or four pictures that developed out of the 24-hour uh, roll of uh, film there. And uh, he got those things and sent them to his girlfriend. And, and it just snapped back to me just like that. I said, oh, that's how. And it just solved a mystery because I was going crazy trying to figure out how those pictures could have possibly got out there on that Internet. And i know, and then I realized, yeah, they're out there because I took the pictures. <laughs> I'm the only one that had a camera. <laughs> Not, the only reason I had when that had been to uh, Okinawa on R&R. And, uh, uh, well, you could buy them from the PX. PX would come around from time to time and be selling uh, stuff, and you had access to that. But not when you go on R&R, you could buy uh, things like cameras and watches and stuff like that and bring them back into the country to take home when, once your tour was up. But hopefully, <laughs> Hopefully, you could uh, make it through and uh, take them home. And have some uh, real good deals on stuff like that back then, but yeah, so. Here we go. Now this this is about a year after. It took me about a year to solve this problem after I ran into uh, uh, the article on uh, uh, Hastings and chronicling uh, my country, uh, my company's uh, exploits out there. Uh, and I said, "Wow, I got to write about it. I got to tell those gentlemen's uh, uh, story there because of such a crazy time there uh, war." warriors, and and by that time, uh, I became just about immune to it, I mean, uh, like, my first two months in Vietnam, I I bet I didn't get two hours of sleep a night, because it was just impossible to sleep, you're in the middle of a war zone, and uh, shooting is going on, either the big guns are firing offshore, off the ships, and or somebody's shooting mortars. It's just constant uh, a combat. It was uh, when, I, when I was there. I mean, it was, you know, another day went by that I didn't uh, either shoot at somebody or somebody shot at me until I got wounded and got drugged out of there on the stretcher. That was about a part of a year. I mean, but, uh, yeah. So, if, uh, you know, after... Two or three months of that stuff, you uh you become immune to it. And uh, uh believe it or not, as dangerous as war is, you get used to uh <laughs> you get used to shooting at people and people shooting at you and people dying all around you, getting legs blown off all around you. Yeah. So uh yeah. But, uh, so by the time that, uh, when I got wounded, we're talking about, uh, we're talking about, uh, i had been in the country uh, almost uh, 10 months. So I got pretty well acclimated to uh, the combat thing there. And, and it's good and bad. I mean, it's good that you uh, can get some sleep a bed and that uh, you you uh, sometimes uh, get just a slightest bit uh, complacent with uh, where you're at. And that can always be... Uh, and that's always... Uh, That's always dangerous. Anytime you're not on your Ps and Q's in that situation when uh um, uh your very life is at stake. Uh but uh it it balances out, I suppose. Yeah. It
0: balances out. Wow. So uh We
2: was out on that uh, proverbial point that day. Uh, y'all, y'all may not know what a point a point is in military uh, jargon. <laughs> if you out on if you've been in the military, for y'all who uh, been in the army or the Marine Corps, stuff like that, been in any kind of combat, uh, they uh, the one fire team. Fire team is made up of four. In the Marine Corps, uh, a fire team is made up of four uh, individuals, part of a 12-man squad. So you got a 12-man squad with three fire teams in it. Uh, you got a fire team leader for each fire team and a squad leader. So, uh, uh, you know, a platoon is made up of, uh, you know, just like, like that, uh, maybe uh, uh, three squads. Uh, Equals up to two men, so you're talking about 36 men. So plus Plus you got the squad leaders and all that stuff. That's how you build up a, a battalion, a company. Uh, it's a pretty precise operation there. But uh, that day in Operation Hastings, we were spread out in a formation about uh, – I don't know anyway, two or three thousand people on one side. And there was twelve thousand people, I tell you, involved in this. Twelve thousand Marines involved in this thing, all told. But in my outfit uh, sweeping down the Sung Sung Young uh, River, we uh, it was about two thousand and out of that 2000 we were my com- my uh, company golf company was working along with H company of second battalion fourth marines that morning and out of that uh, uh just to try to give you a visual a uh, verbal visual of uh what what was going on we uh had been uh helicoptered into that area uh the day before on uh July fifteenth of nineteen sixty six, and our purpose up there was to prevent the North Vietnamese from infiltrating through the DMZ down to North Vietnam. Uh, we got there and found that not only had they uh, not only had they uh, infiltrated through there. They had uh, been there since 1954. <laughs> they had never left South Vietnam because, remember, when they divided the country up right after the French left uh, in 1954, they never did fully withdraw uh, out of the military zone. There was always a uh, 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 some... Uh, uh, Some uh, uh, some uh, issues with whether or not uh, uh, North Vietnam had troops within that demilitarized zone, the militarized zone, a mountainous area, uh, just a desolate area that between the, that divided the two countries there, and sure enough. Uh, and we found that that was indeed the case. They had been there never left. It was entrenched uh, there in a real big way. So when we uh, uh, got there, uh, they had some 12 to 12, uh, <laughs> 20,000 troops already there waiting on us. And uh, we uh uh, with our 12,000 troops, we kind of divided them up into two groups there. One red right at the DMZ, which included my company, 2nd Battalion, 4th uh, Marines, uh, G Company, uh, 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 and uh, uh, the whole 2nd Battalion, by the way, uh, like it was, which included G and H and, I believe, E Company. One of the companies, F, I believe, was left back. Uh, I'm, I'm just going over this. I'm not uh, reading it precisely here, y'all. Uh, but uh, have been left uh, back at the main headquarters. But uh, G and E, H, H, H was uh, near the DMZ there. Their main purpose was to uh, march down the the river uh, along uh, the banks of both sides of the river there. uh, About 2,000 of us I remember, Uh, (laughs) fully armed. And we're going to trap the uh, North Vietnamese in a of vice, we had dropped E Company along with a, a couple other uh, companies out of different battalions. <laughs> About uh, three or four miles down downriver, uh, they were stationed. Uh, we was gonna uh, kind of. There was the base down there. They didn't go anywhere. Uh, but they called hell from uh, the night before. Uh, there was attacked down there, and when we started down that river the next day, uh, our hopes were – the 2,000 uh, to uh, 3,000 troops that I was involved in was to pin uh, the North Vietnamese in a vice and kind of wipe them out that way or, or get them back out of there. Uh, and sure enough, uh, out of the 2,000 troops, we, my fire team, my company, my squad, uh, was out uh, front, G Company. And uh, and G Company, uh, uh, out of G Company, my the squad, my fire team was about – a hundred uh uh two hundred yards in front of everybody else in that uh, out of the two thousand because we was on the point uh, the point serves as a trigger mechanism in case uh you walk up on the enemy and uh to give the other two thousand troops time to uh 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 run for cover <laughs> pretty much is what it is to alert them to uh there's that, danger ahead and uh, prepare uh, to return fire uh, if need be. And sure enough, me and my two fire uh, team members, we were out there on the point to do nothing but to uh, act as guinea pigs for uh, the other two thousand. Uh, the good of the the sacrifice of the few for the good of the many type of deal that works well in the war. I mean, yeah, they we rotate through that duty out there on that point. By the way, so it's a democratic uh, type of uh, duty. So we were out there that day, uh, when my friend uh, uh, walking down the river there. On my book, uh, look at my book. You can see exactly. I, there's a picture of uh, 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 my battalion walking down that river, and I led the I led the way down the river. My fire team down the river that morning a hundred so yards in front of everybody else at the least. Uh, uh, And so when we got uh, about a uh, – now, I'll say that this is after uh, we uh, ambushed the two uh, uh, North Vietnamese in the river and uh, disposed of them and captured their weapons. About 10 o'clock, when we uh, journeyed on from that initial contact with the enemy, uh, it was a squad and my fire team leading the way down the river, uh, down the valley. uh, On both sides of that river, by the way. G Company was on one side, H Company was on the other side. uh, heading in a, 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 I guess, a a southeasterly direction toward uh, E Company, which was, like I said, about three miles down river there. They anchored down, waiting on, uh, uh, trying to... uh, hopefully uh uh to pin the enemy in this vice uh that we were gonna put him in as we swept down the jungles of uh uh, uh quaint tribe Providence uh, that morning uh so we came up my fire team now we'd walk in that water uh, for stretches of at a time, you know for two or three uh uh i don't know kilometers at a time. Because it was just easier to uh, walk in the water, which came up to some points about, well, that river was no more than a waist high, but it did come up to waist high in some uh, some areas, you know. Not not so. It was uh, kind of easier to walk in the water than to try to cut the trails along the thick junket on the side of the rivers. Although every once in a while you come up with a you come up to a clear spot uh, adjacent to the river where the locals used the trails and paths to get to the river. So, uh, some at some point, we we, uh, after ten o'clock after uh, the initial contact with the two uh, outposts, uh, uh, we uh, my fire teams got the point. Like I said, I got uh, Private uh, John Carey on the point. He's about, I guess, from me. He must have been seventy-five yards from me. I'm the fire team leader, and I rotate that duty between him Dawson uh Private Dawson and myself I take the point myself from time to time but at this particular time John Kerry was on the point uh Private Dawson was next. and I was bringing up the rear of, of our fire team now we in front of, we get 200 a yard, 100 yards in front of everybody I'm the last one uh, in the fire team uh, that, uh, at that that particular time I I've got contact with my squad leader barely he's about uh, you know uh, sixty five 80 yards behind me uh but I, I got contact with him. he's trying to keep eye contact with me so that we have this one continuous uh communications uh, type thing uh obviously if shooting start uh uh we're gonna he's gonna know so he's gonna know something's going on and we're gonna so uh anyway my- front man uh private uh, Care, uh Carey, uh, come up as we're walking down the uh, river, we're we checking uh, constantly for uh, paths and stuff uh, or clearings on the side of the river so we can come up out of there and uh, make some better time uh, on land if it's all possible. If the as it's clear, we don't have to cut our way through the thick of the jungle. Uh, so we, uh, he spots a clearing, come up out of it, come up out the water. Uh, and it's about a, I don't know, about a 35, 40. Uh, a yard, uh, kilometer uh, clearing in the in the thing, and uh, we uh, he get he get there. Uh, Private Dawson is next. He reached that thing. By the time he get to the clearing spot where uh, Private Dawson, because remember he got to keep up with, he got to keep eye contact. He got to always keep eye contact with the uh, the point man. So we he he's about twenty yards behind him, but he got eye contact on him at all times. And I got eye tax on Private uh, Dawson <coughs> in a land like that. So uh, uh, Private uh, uh, Carey come up out the water and hit this open spot. And, uh Private Dawson, uh, by the time we get to uh, the uh, open spot to come up out the water, uh, Private Carey's in this open field about thirty, about twenty yards in in the middle of the open field is. A pretty good sized uh, field there, with, uh that's been cleared out, and uh, as soon as the uh, private Dawson get there, all hell break loose. A uh, private uh, Carey gets shot uh, multiple times as he uh, uh, is in the middle of this clearing, about I don't know about fifty yards, probably by this time from uh, the bank he get ambushed. All hell break loose. All fires uh, just erupts. And uh, Private Dawson uh, yelled back to me, uh, Corporate Careman, uh, Private Care has been hit. He's looking at all this stuff. So uh, One thing led to another. That I, uh, I yelled back to him, sorry, sorry, got a man down. Uh, can you get to him? Uh, I get there and, uh, and I Send uh, Private Dawson out to see if he can uh, assist a uh, 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 carrier who's laying out there on the ground. we still lucky at shooting it by this time, by the way. Everybody had uh, dropped, stopped, and uh, uh, got paris- uh, 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 took up gun position. They headed to the bank to uh, make room to set up, uh, uh, to return fire. You want to come up out of that water. Uh, and uh, so you have uh, somewhere to set up machine gun uh, uh, stations and stuff like that. So everybody stopped at that time and everybody uh, started returning fire here. This is over the course of uh, you know, about a matter of minutes or too. we uh and I get by the time I get up there to the clearing, uh uh, uh Private Dawson is about half he he's almost to uh uh uh, uh Private uh, Carey, who's laying on the ground by that time, still uh, receiving incoming fire body jumping off the ground. So Uh, I I get there just in time to see uh, uh, Private Dawson. I'm returning fire myself trying to provide cover. And uh, by the time uh, uh, I reach it and see uh, uh, Private Dawson get to uh, Private uh, Carey and lift him up, he gets shot. (laughs) He gets shot uh, several times, by the way. And I'm looking at all this from the bank now, trying to return fire. I yell back at my sergeant, "Sarge, they got two men down. Uh, Can you get to them? I go. I, I'm, I'm right there looking at my, my fire team. This is my fire team out there. Both of them in bl- a bloody heap there holding each other. Uh, so I make my way out there. About 50 yards to them, you know, bullets flying all over the place. My head, because I'm in, I'm in open now. This is an open area. And uh, everybody's shooting. Uh, the v- uh, North Vietnamese is shooting down uh, on the bank side. They, they got us pit in this valley. Uh, they got, uh, they got us ambushed in this valley of this, uh, I, I like to call this a uh, uh, biblical valley of the shadow of death. That's what it turned out to be uh, for me that day. Uh, uh, certainly for my friends who, uh, never uh, made it up out of there, but, uh, uh, I know uh, who went on to a much, much uh, better place, uh, of that day, uh, so I, I take off to uh, go out there and, uh, 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 to the aid of my uh, two uh, fire team members, and bullets is flying all over the place. Yeah, I'm shooting, ran out of bullets on the way out there. Shit, I, by the time I got to them, I was I was out of bullets. I think I had five or six magazines and you know some other stuff, but I was out of bullets uh, by the end because uh, you shoot like crazy, and uh, don't take you long to go through a twenty round magazine uh uh you have five or six of them because remember those magazines are heavy. You can't have a hundred of them. You, you want know, not be able to move. You have you carry so much but then you go back and restock. But uh we uh so by the time I get there Private Dawson I laid uh Corporal uh uh carry down on him. He I I grabbed Corporal uh or Private uh, Dawson up in my arms and turn him over. And surprisingly enough he was still alive. He was still alive. Zaz came home and said, Jim, uh, I've been hit a couple of places. Said, the last time I got hit, he said, I can't move. I can't get up with my rifle. I can't prop myself up. I got hit right in the back and that kind of. He's talking, you know, barely. I mean, he's, you know, he's just hanging in there. And, uh. Uh. All the time, people are shooting now. I, this is, you know, a matter of minutes. I'm talking to him, asking him, can he move? Can he do anything? And uh, uh, this went on for maybe a minute. And uh, sure enough, I got hit in the back. Boom, my right back. While I'm holding uh, Private Dawson in my hand. Uh, Private Dawson is just about out of it. While I'm holding him in my hand, I get hit in the back. boom. <laughs> Oh, me, Milan's class. Now, I'm, everybody's shooting at me. We I know we should, my, they still hitting my, my two feet. we all uh, laying there in, a, in a, a bloody mess, three of us. My whole fire team laying there in a bloody mess yeah, uh, in an uh, uh, open field where we got 2,000 uh, uh, well, H companies on the other side of the river. They fired over the river back on the west side of the bank of the uh, river where the uh, uh, North Vietnamese was dug in. And the North Vietnamese from up there was shooting down at us, at us. And uh, so you had uh, uh, five or 6,000 people shooting at us and over us uh, at that time. And uh, it was just one bloody mess. And uh, after I uh, received that one shot, I had this little uh, experience where, uh, sure enough, uh, uh, the next thing I knew, I was about uh, uh, spirit be somewhere else. Uh joined with the two uh, spirits there. uh, uh, My two uh, fire teammates, Private Dawson and Private Carey, had a most unique uh, experience there. Uh, It was, uh, needless to say, an out-of- this-world experience that took me some 40 years to really uh, come to grasp uh, with it. But uh, uh, sure enough, I (laughs) wound up in 2006 uh, uh asking uh, the man upstairs what the heck went on there and uh, and uh sure enough he uh, uh broke it down for me and uh I put it in my book Uh, uh just a uh just a really uh just a really uh moving uh, experience for me I mean I uh, went around here forty years trying to figure out how in the world it was uh, that I was able to uh, walk out of that. Uh, <laughs> well, I fi- <laughs> well, I got shot five times now. Oh, I got shot five times at that time. Now, hey, what brought me out of that little uh, 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 experience there, where uh, my uh, spirit? Uh, was connected with the spirit of my other two friends was another shot in the back. And, and remember, I, 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 I I'll go back. Uh, the first thing that happened, I'm standing there, holding, I'm kneeling down, over, holding my, uh, holding my uh, 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 friend uh, in my arms. He's bleeding. Uh, on his life is drifting away from him uh, quickly. Uh, when I got shot in the back, the first words out of my mouth was help me God, and i, I, I that's when I blinked out, and I kind of uh, went into this uh, little uh, epiphany there, uh, my little uh, encounter with the man upstairs, That obviously, uh, he did help me, he got me up out of, the, of that day, so I, the first words out of my mouth, help me God, and uh, I. Uh, from that moment on, I... Uh, uh, continue uh, 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 to recite the, the Lord's Prayer until I until I passed out. Some four hours later, you uh, laying there on the ground. So uh, from the time I got shot, now I'm about fifty yards away from uh, 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 the shore, from the the cover of the river and uh, the bank, uh, the shrubbery and, uh, and stuff. So I got to get back there some way. I'm shot twice now in the back. Um, uh, 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 Private uh, Dawson that I was holding uh, dead. last words out of his mouth was, Jim, get out of here. And uh, This was before uh, our spirits joined. By the time I came back to myself, uh, 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 Private Dawson was uh, uh, gone. I laid him down, and I had been shot twice in the back. So I got to get out of here. If I stay here one more minute, I ain't going to ever uh, get out of here. I started uh, uh, to crawl back to... Uh, to uh, the shore, uh, back to uh, the bank, about 50, about fifty, sixty 60 yards away now. By that time, my squad leads all of them, everybody's shooting. Hey, they're still shooting now. Everybody's shooting at me and everybody else now. But we're out in the open, so I bullets is playing all over the place. We still, uh, I I think about five uh, yards calling. I still got my pack uh, on and all that stuff. I'm discarding all this stuff. My rifle's no good because I'm out of bullets. I go about five, ten yards, get shot again in my right leg. Boom.
0: <laughs>
2: so right now the drilling's I took over because I'm I'm shot three times, twice in the back and once in the right leg, and I'm about still forty, fifty yards away from comfort. Uh I I get rid of all my uh, heavy stuff, uh, my rifle and everything else. And I continue to struggle. I'm crawling now, y'all. I can't get up, I can't even breathe. Not good. Remember, right lung, big collapsed. So I go about another uh, ten or fifteen yards. Get uh 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 uh. uh, 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 Well, I go about another ten or fifteen yards, and by that time, my squad, my leader had uh, sent uh, uh, the other fire team members out to get us to try to help us back there. And about uh, uh, twenty yards out, I encountered them, and as soon as they touched me, uh, uh, they got shot. The first guy that touched me got shot. Boom, 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 boom. And uh, 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 he fell off. And, uh, uh, you know, so I continue, we all continue to uh, uh, go a little further now. we have still about 10 more yards to go. And uh, <laughs> I'm shot three times. A uh, uh, fire team mem- uh, the squad member got shot. Another one came up and grabbed me. Uh, as soon as he touched me, we were about 10 yards away. He gets shot. Boom, 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 boom. And uh, uh, I'm about five yards out. He he let me go. And uh, I struggle on back. And about five uh, yards from the thing, the Corbin and the rest of the people come out and grab me. I get shot again. Boom, in the right arm. Boom. Shattered my whole arm nerve. So I'm shot four times. No, they still, I'm still not back to uh, cover. <laughs> I'm still not back to cover, y'all. And I'm bleeding all over the place. So uh, they dragged me back uh, uh, about uh, uh <laughs> me back to the back of the line there and uh, by this time here, oh hell I'm broke loose. You got five, six 7,000 people shooting. Everybody shooting, all over the place, dropping grenades shooting uh, uh uh and they got us pent down. They on high ground now, we down in this there valley, they got us pent down. They got us pent down, y'all. So we <laughs> we uh We uh, uh, stayed there. This is about ten thirty in the morning, when the, the ambush first occurred. They pinned us down there up until about two o'clock that afternoon. I laid there on the ground bleeding. Uh, we uh, the uh, uh, battalion commander finally called in the uh, the air force or the, uh, the pilots to come in and drop napalm on the uh, the North Vietnamese there in the mountains it was dug in. They dropped napalm for some two hours, y'all. For some two hours, they continuously dropped napalm out of those planes, boy. I'm laying on the ground half half bled to death by that time, y'all. They uh, giving me pain pills all over the place and at the same time uh, giving me salt, uh, Peter there, to, uh, 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 I'm sniffing that stuff to keep from passing out because what happens uh, in that situation, uh, uh, they try to keep you uh, awoke so that you won't uh, pass out and uh, uh, lose control of your uh, body function there before they get you back to the opera- operating room out of that bell field there. So they try to keep you alert. and uh, Boy, lay it on that ground there. Uh, sometime <clears throat> during that ordeal, because I'm I'm bombed out. I'm really. I don't know. I'm barely uh, 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 cognizant of what's going on there. Oh, hell! uh, uh, It was ongoing there for the while. uh, The whole four hours that I laid down that ground, I'm barely looking at the the prettiest sight uh, in the world. Was uh, the F four Phantoms coming out, dropping out the sky, dropping that napalm, dropping it right on us too. Cause he, they had to drop that stuff on us to get those folks out off of us, cause they they had us box, boxed in, and uh, uh, you could feel the heat. You could feel the heat, and somehow between there, I either got shot in the left arm while laying there on that ground, or napalm, <laughs> uh, 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 a piece of napalm hit and put a hole uh, clean through the bottom of my, uh left arm. Yeah, uh, completely through the the bottom of it. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it was a bullet or and I still don't know to this day exactly uh, uh how my left arm got injured other than uh well, uh well, I don't know whether it was a projectile or a uh, a piece of napalm. What cleaned through uh uh my left uh the lower part of my left arm, uh uh arm right above my uh, right wrist. And uh yeah. Uh so uh I wound up with five uh, wounds that one at that one incident. Oh yeah, I, I uh finally uh, i hey now all this time. I'm crawling and getting shot and uh, uh, all hell is going on. I'm still repeating uh the Lord's prayer. Over and over again. Over and over and over again until about two o'clock, uh, when the shooting died down and they was finally able to get uh, uh, med back helicopters in that uh, helicopters in that uh, take the wounded out. I was still uh, saying the Lord's prayer, y'all. <laughs> When they <laughs> when they finally uh, 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 cleared a, a path for the helicopters to get in there and lifted the wounded uh, uh, onto uh, uh, stretchers and uh, out of there, uh, last thing I did was oh, I passed out. I passed out about two o'clock from loss of blood and stuff like that. But I didn't have any idea if I would ever I wake up because I thought I was I thought I was dead. Shit, I didn't have any idea. That once I passed out, uh, I never uh, uh, <laughs> I wake up again. Not because I'd been shot, five times By that time, I was, you know, I couldn't feel that much pain because I was doped up. They were shooting you up with a lot of stuff, but I was scared. And I know I, I, couldn't breathe, Holly. One of my lungs was collapsing. By that time, I, just a wonder there no fluid in, in that lung. Uh, that's a long story. Why it wasn't one of the bullets got cl- uh, the bullet that collapsed it lodged in the bottom of it and prevented it uh, stayed there and prevented uh, 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 any kind of fluid from uh, entering into my lung, uh, which was uh, probably saved my life. Uh, they wound up uh, operating on me there in the field. Uh, uh, some it took me about uh, two weeks to get out, ten days to get off that battlefield too, because they had to operate. Uh, on me to get the bullet out of my lungs, and, and they had to open my chest up and, and add tubes out uh, uh, in me trying to drain the uh, air out of my chest cavity so that my lung would expand again. It took about ten days for them to uh, do that, so I, I was even able to fly out, uh, off the battlefield. Uh, and uh, uh, sure enough, uh, it's just amazing that uh, I uh, walked out of there alive. And uh, it took me forty years to uh, come back to the man upstairs, and uh, who had asked for help uh, to talk to again about why uh, I got out of there. And the I, I answer I, I, it was obvious. I mean, uh, what uh, after uh, you know, just going back and uh, tracing uh, exactly what happened that day. the First words out of my mouth: Help me, God. Help me, God, and he did. So,
0: uh, I, uh, it's
2: just, uh, And I, I, I'll I'll always tell that story uh, the way it happened. Now my peers, a lot of a lot of you know they they uh, I've told it enough, and they uh, sense that uh, I'm am as truthful as I uh, can be when I tell the story uh, about my encounter, uh, and and it. Uh, Story about yeah, it's a strange place. You think uh, with all the violence of uh, with all the violence of uh, combat, uh, you don't think that, or you you often overlook uh, the fact that in the midst of the mayhem is God Almighty, right in the midst of him. of every battle, every <laughs> situation that uh, man uh fan uh himself in. Uh sure enough, God almighty is right in the middle of it. Even in uh even in the uh, bloodiest of wars. And I try to tell that story. I, I try to I try to uh, tell that story in my book, uh how powerful uh God is when, when when you when you call on him, uh, he can do uh, some amazing things and did for me on that day. And uh, the reason I got out of it to tell about <laughs> just that <laughs> to tell how powerful uh, uh, God is. That, that's it. Yeah. And So. Uh, yeah but uh yeah so i i uh hey y'all time's getting away from us it's about uh wow 10 minutes till nine o'clock y'all west time you know i always get carried away but i do i did want to uh to share that with you all to 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 share that with you to uh to uh give you a uh to give you a glimpse of uh just uh how uh significant it is to uh Get acquainted with uh, the man upstairs, yeah. <laughs> hey, call out, help, help me God. If you having some kind of <laughs> a problem, I do in my darkest hour. And uh, sure enough, uh, it worked for me. And uh, now, it, it, like I said, it took me 40-something years to uh, go back there to, uh, to, uh, it took me 40 years to go back to, uh, to understand just what it was that uh, transpired that day, uh, to understand that uh, the only reason I, uh, or the reason why I, first of all, went out there to, uh, my, uh, compadres, uh, 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 sad that day, uh, in the midst of, uh, uh, the hell of fire. I didn't have any choice. Uh, their hope and charity uh compelled me uh, to go there to uh oh yeah uh my uh my uh virtue of uh, charity charity was uh what i uh, brought to the table that day uh, to the hope and faith that to the faith and hope that uh, summoned me uh, to that uh, destination, with the man uh, <laughs> upstairs was uh, my charity. Y'all don't know. Uh, that's what uh, uh, the man upstairs revealed to me after I got to. Uh, I got back to him and asked him just. For, how was it that uh i found uh, myself in that uh, circumstance <laughs> yeah it uh it's a pretty heavy story y'all get my book the water boy the life and trials of jimmy c cameron go to com. that's my website if you're interested in reading uh it's a short quick read but uh, that part of uh that story is uh, worth uh, is worth the book itself. Just that uh that incident and and how it uh transpired. It uh is worth uh, the book. So go to my website, yeah. Tell a friend to uh check out uh, the Hush story. We like we you know, we were gonna talk about uh finish up on Marcus Garvey, one of our 12 disciples uh, this evening, but we we uh, kind of got sidetracked last week because uh, we didn't do uh, our show last week. We did uh, put up a uh, replacer so we're really about two weeks behind, so I see it's going to be next week before we catch up to uh, Mr. Marcus Garvey, one of our 12 disciples who was engaged in that struggle to overthrow uh the separate equal laws, the Jim Crow laws that existed here in the country after the Civil War, uh, through uh, nineteen fifty four, when Brown overturned, uh, at least on paper, uh, Plessy. So we we uh, we we talk about twelve of our most uh, prominent uh activists uh, who uh, was uh, instrumental in that uh, struggle, and uh, uh, tell their story kind of weave it into uh, our. Uh, uh salvation in terms of uh, uh ridding ourselves of uh uh Plessy. and uh we we're gonna we're gonna continue next week. June what is this June eighth? The next show? Is that June eighth? Yeah, June eighth, same place, same time, yeah. On Blog Talk. Seven o'clock. We come to you every Saturday. At seven on Blog talk, uh, uh tell a friend about us uh, and uh, go to our website. Like I said, uh, hushmoblack.com, Black dot com, and then follow us on on our web page from on our Facebook page from there and like our uh, Facebook page. All if you we well, if you get there, just like it and for us. We trying to we 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 gotta we gotta. Sometime, after, well, next year, I guess the first of next year, things don't change too fast out here. But uh, we're looking at the uh, first of January having a really a uh, uh, a better setup here. With a uh, well, not a better setup. We got a great setup now, but we're going to have a little update, up to date uh, interface here on our uh, on our uh, on our show. And uh, we're going to be working with it over the other. – we're going to be developing it over the uh, the next six months. It's going to take us about six months to roll it out. Hopefully, it's going to be a major improvement. going to try to somehow uh, add video on my website that's a little more functional. When I uh, put on my show, you'll be able to uh, enjoy video on the web page and maybe stream some of it to uh, bits and parts of it to uh, my Facebook page. And the technologies, wow! Just flying around here is uh, amazing. What you can do uh, with your production, uh, we really uh, enjoy playing around with it. But we don't have time to really uh, to spend as much time on it as we'd like. Uh, we uh, worked at computers for some forty years, so we're pretty handy at designing web pages and stuff like that. But all of that stuff is time-consuming. If we uh, did all that stuff ourselves, we wouldn't have time to gather material for our show and do what we do. (laughs) We spend all the time designing websites and playing with that thing, which I do spend a lot of time on. it, And that's part of what I want to cut down on. So we're going to probably bring some uh, professionals in to help us along in our new design here. Coming up in uh, 2014, uh, January 2014, I'm pretty sure we're going to roll out a new uh, format for our web page that's going to be a a lot more uh, user-friendly with uh, a lot more video and interactions with our uh, fans and uh, audience. Uh, So those are some of the things to look forward to. Yeah, we're just about uh, up against it here, yeah? Saturday, June 1st, first weekend, uh, we were supposed to be out of town this week. I tell you, yeah, we supposed to be in the OHT in the night, but I put that thing off a couple of weeks, y'all, so we, we're going to be right here for the next, I guess for the next three nights, for, sh- for the next three uh, shows for sure, through, what is it's June 1st, 8th, and 15th, yeah, we'll be getting out of town after the 15th, so yeah, you got me <laughs> for the next two shows, y'all. Uh really enjoyed you all this evening. You out there in cyberspace. We are just uh, still, (laughs) it was a long week. Uh, We we still just get back into the swing of things. Uh, Next week we're going to be in full uh, flight there, uh, looking at uh, current events that affect our community. That's what we do out here try to uh, advocate on behalf of, not try, we do advocate on behalf of America's back when it said for justice, for social justice, for justice, period. Uh, Now that we don't love everybody, as I said before, we love everybody, just uh, by extension happen to be a part of that uh, community, and uh, we need all the voices we can get y'all, no doubt. No doubt, we need all the voices we can get, and uh, so uh, hey y'all, uh, that's just about. Uh, it's coming up on the bewitching hour here, y'all. It's about two minutes till. What do we got on the thing? There, what does it say? Two more minutes, y'all. Hey, uh, what else is coming up? Uh, a little uh, public pronouncement. <laughs> can we do, can we do some kind of public uh, announcement here, y'all? Um what do we got? What the peanut gallery say? <laughs> peanut gallery said we got time to close this thing. <laughs> hey, we got a little more time here. No start, no, start. No, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna do nothing. We ain't gonna start nothing new here, y'all. We're just gonna ease out of this thing and uh, uh wish y'all a, a good uh last uh, uh weekend of Memorial Day week. Well, really, yeah, this is Memorial Day weekend here, yeah, really, if you just think about it. Memorial Day was Monday. Monday is what the uh, uh, start of this week. And uh, this weekend is really this weekend. Now, last weekend was a long weekend because <laughs> the holiday fell on a Monday. But I'm retired. I've been on vacation. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, y'all. <laughs> I've been uh, on uh Holiday routine for about five years now. Nah, we we uh, we do write and uh, have a lot of fun doing our uh, the Hushmo Black form that uh, takes up uh, the brunt of our uh, our time. I mean, it's a lot to uh, research and uh, you are trying to write something. I mean, easy, but uh, it's really a challenging. Uh, endeavor I enjoy it though i mean i've my knowledge is uh leap from by uh leaps and bounds i guess here over the last six seven years, just researching uh first my family's history and just uh the history of the country here dealing with racism and hate and all that stuff um uh, that's been fascinating uh researching uh, uh that uh, my material for the last seven years so I think it keep me uh, sharp, keep my mind active, and that's uh, so what I tell everybody: uh, uh, writing is uh, really a mental exercise that's good for uh, for everybody. I mean, they can start with those, all of them to write their own story to start there. That's a great way to get into it to get your research uh, skills uh, sharpened.
1: Hey y'all! till next week, we go, y'all. Ciao. The Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum,
0: www.blogtalkradio.com.